0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's bonus episode with my good friend who came and visited me on Kauai from Maui, Byron Jaeger. He stopped by with his girlfriend Elena and we all sat down together with my brother Jordan Fite and just reminisced about good old times and what we've been up to recently, what Byron's been up to with his exceptional tree climbing skills as of late and uh, what makes him tick when it comes to music. If I sound a little different today, it's because I'm using a mobile microphone by the company Rode out of Australia. It's called VideoMic Me. It's very inexpensive online. I got it for about 60 bucks on Amazon. If you're looking to start your own audio recording or podcasting, this actually doesn't sound too bad with a little processing in your DAW. You can really get things going. I'm currently in the process of moving my podcasting setup to a new location, so this is what I have to work with at the moment. If you want to follow me step-by-step on how to start your own podcast or catch all of the visual portions of my guest interviews, you can visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash songreach. Enjoy. All right what is happening everybody finally getting it working yeah (laughs) i'm here with two very influential guests here (laughs) i've got byron to my left he is in from maui right now we go way back doing music with this guy and this is my brother (laughs) jordan (laughs) what up (laughs) so yeah i just wanted to do a uh little episode here on just kind of talking with byron about how we go way back with music and uh, what he's doing here on Kauai, he's actually in a tree climbing competition this weekend, so he's going to be talking a little bit about that. And we're just here to talk story and keep it current, keep it casual, yeah. yeah reminisce, mm-hmm. got a lot of reminiscing to do, or <laughs> <laughs> we have been doing a lot of already. Absolutely, <laughs> but um, yeah, Beach, we grew up on Oahu together, and uh, uh, BJ was in a band; he was a drummer. Um, He introduced us to Lucas and Polani, who's the guitar player and bass player of uh, his band at the time. And then Taylor and I were jamming. Um, We were going to shows together. Groms, (laughs) growing up. Um, It was a huge part of our lives, just you being with us, kind of feeding off of each other. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Anything to add to that on the beginning stages? Actually, yeah. I want to intro with... How we, I first imprinted Byron in my brain. And we were actually out in front of Pink Cadillac, which was this old venue in uh, Honolulu. <laughs> and uh, this was when local shows, shows were like a big part of our lives, like during high school years. And I remember <laughs> we were good friends with this other girl, um, Jazz, Jasmine. And we named her Quad because she had two mm. snake bite mm-hmm. piercings in her lip. And we were just like so fascinated by that. We we're like, holy crap, how did you do that? And then <laughs> Beige over here was like, I can do that. I- I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> and we go into the 7 Eleven next door. Yeah, and <laughs> she was like, yeah, she was like, all like- you need is this numbing gel and a needle. And I just pierce them myself. <laughs> and Beige was like, I'm going to do that. So he goes in, he gets the numbing gel. We all sit down on the wall next to Pink Cadillac and he's just like, in front of 7-Eleven. And he puts the needle through and like, I think Cat Quad gives you one of her rings or something. You were just like, all right, I'm going to put it in right now. And like, (laughs) you had that forever, I remember. And like, I just looked at Jordan and I was like, this is our new best friend. <laughs> it was super
1: funny. So. I still got the scar. <laughs> yeah, I think I noticed it the other day. I was yeah. like,
0: oh, shit, is that where he pierced his lip that one time? And, like, they here should, it is to this should. day. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah.
1: Nice mom. But
0: yeah, dude. Um, I'll let you take it away. Like, go ahead. Um, with what, how do, how do you remember meeting us? It Was like, something
1: similar along those lines? Um, well, I remember i remember more like um feelings and moments i was pretty faded back then mm-hmm. i i was into some shit <laughs> mm-hmm. i remember <laughs> um so i was yeah i was getting pretty wasted and and uh out of my mind due to life this at the, the time you know being, <laughs> yeah. being in high school yeah. so happens, um Speaking of rust, rustic reminisce, or speaking of reminiscing, <laughs> our band's name was Rustic Reminisce. That's right, right, <laughs> so right man. That was—I was, uh, was on the tip of my tongue. I was like, oh, "Yeah." I remember the, all the characters involved. But I don't remember the name. There was, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, meeting you guys was fascinating because I, I, I believe I, I ran into um, one of you first, and I don't remember which one of you it was. And then I remember, I think it was Jordan. I think Jordan rocked up, and you were with maybe Jessica, mm. Akamine, and she yeah. was like, "That's is, right, this is Jordan." Yeah, and right. Taylor's mm. gonna show up, and and I remember being like, "Cool." And I was a little faded at the time. And then Taylor walks up, and you guys had very similar hairstyles, and um, <coughs> at the time, out. <laughs> super twinning out. And I was like, "Fuck, am I seeing double?" <laughs> Whoa, this is rad. And but I instantly. Drew a specific connection between both of you and could decipher like Taylor from Jordan, Jordan mm. from Taylor, um, because you have certain intonations in your voice and you have certain you know expressions in your demeanor. And to that- this day,
0: people tell us that like oh how, how like I tell you guys apart because of just the way you use your voice, like just even that alone, like without even if they like have their back turned to us or something and they just hear us talking, they'll know which one is which just based on like how we talk. Most Manners, definitely. So, yeah, mannerisms, yeah. things like that.
1: Yeah, and so that like, that really like sparked a, a whole new perspective for me um, because I mean, you know, with music, it's all about sound and tone and there's so many elements that you can really pick, you know, you can pick out Jimi Hendrix from anybody, just from the, you know, different amplifiers he mm-hmm. uses, the guitars, um the, you know, bends he does on his uh, mm-hmm. on his solos um and you can tell Bob Marley when you walk into a room you can hear like any recording of any grade and mm-hmm. just know this is who this, this person, person is or this so artist, you can is, uh... identify with that uniqueness and so that was really cool to see you guys in that form and then recognize that you guys were musicians and badass musicians at that from early on. And um I mean here we are like sixteen years later. <laughs> oh, and, I can't believe it. And we're that's been <laughs> that long uh, crazy. And you guys are killing it. Your your harmonies together are phenomenal. Your musicianship is masterful in my opinion. And I I've like slowly crafted I, I like to play all instruments. Mm-hmm. um there's not one instrument that i'm like oh that's my instrument yeah like, well speaking of which th- that's a huge
0: compliment to us like it always is it doesn't matter i feel like wherever you are in the musical spectrum how much success you've had it's always a huge it puts a smile on my face as you get compliments like that because your hard work is paying off your yeah i don't know it feels great it doesn't get old you know um but speaking of which with a quirky instruments, unusual instruments, he just showed up with this little bag, right? It's actually right in front of me. There you go. you right, That's yeah. this. There's two, That's all two instruments in this bag. There's like a badass melodica that uh, is also electronic. Whip it out. Whip, yeah, it, out. It, out. Yeah, whip <laughs> it out. Is this oh. in your way, dude? I keep moving it over so my face isn't No, blocked. it's all good, so, dude, I think. Can I move it over a little more? Sure, go okay. for it. But there's a melodica in here, which it seems to be like this. It's like a um, wind instrument, but for those of you who don't know, um, oh, dude, are these supposed to be a little loose on her? Oh, That's yeah. All good?
1: Those are talons, okay. are adjustable. And-,
0: and then this flute that BJ's neighbor made for him. Mm-hmm. I'll put it up to the
1: Dustin Selva. He's, uh, you can find him on Etsy, Elemental Flutes. He makes the Native, uh, native American drone flutes um, out of all endemic uh, and native Hawaiian woods. Hawaiian hardwoods. So, this is actually camphor. I wish you had smell-o-vision because <laughs> the smell of this flute is phenomenal. I, I am not a master. <laughs> start one. on the bottom. <laughs> start on there. the bottom. go. Get
0: those bottom fingers rolling. yeah, Somebody to try? <laughs> yeah. Guy this guy right, knows right. how to play this thing he practices that's like my second time holding that <laughs> instrument <laughs> so these guys just have to be lined up
1: as well to create mm-hmm. that tone um
0: and you just tighten the sashes right there
1: yeah and he made all of these um so It's like 100% customized flute right there mm-hmm. it's cool too because uh you'll see it in a moment but there's two channels shotgun mm-hmm you can play a uh, one side or both. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. It's a fun you know instrument. I mean? Talk about an unusual instrument. <laughs> it's like he's not kidding around, people. <laughs> I'm not a flute right. player, by the By the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're going dude. I've
0: been hammering that one. These yeah. Are great. I mean, we just had, like, a little bonfire a few nights ago mm-hmm. out in front in our front yard here. Fired up that. And then these are just those perfect instruments where you can just jam, jam around. Out. We had a couple buckets. He had his colon bongo So mm-hmm. It's like... That's the beauty of music as well yeah, like you can melodica. just like make anything from it and here's that melonica i was telling you about it's like a wind keyboard pretty much mini keyboard mm-hmm. with this handle in the back so I'm, I'm sure there's many different ways of playing it there's like a um extension tube it's powered somewhere. by your breath as well so it's almost yeah. like a flute keyboard i suppose it's a wind instrumented Keyboard.
1: Yeah, it's using a lot of reggae styles. uh, Mm -hmm. With Mm -hmm. my familiarity, at least, and Augustus Pablo and yeah, um, yeah, a lot of Von Benjamin tracks like uh, Midnight um, has that infused Mm -hmm. in it as well. Mm -hmm. Even local artists that we Mm -hmm. grew up with on Oahu, Mike Love, he's getting pretty big out there. He's doing like
0: world tours, and Mm -hmm. one of his instruments that he actually has hanging up, like right on his mic stand, is this melodica, Mm -hmm. and he busts that out when he's like looper's gone and another local artist uh Landon McNamara he's got some melodica um just like featured parts in some of his recordings yeah. I noticed too you know? Yeah, uh, I'm always like oh man it, it's mm-hmm. not a highly like used mm-hmm. used instrument like it doesn't very be, niche sound yeah uh, it's yeah, like as it's, as it's either it. I feel like it either works or it doesn't mm-hmm. and like when it yeah. does work it's phenomenal like it, mm-hmm. it really meshes with the other sounds you're trying to like um
1: cohesively like kind of produce with this instrument mm-hmm. but um it can overpower or it can just add such yeah. a like dynamic to your track that's like yeah mm-hmm. beautiful yeah and mm-hmm. i've noticed this even playing it a couple times um
0: is that you can control the velocity of the hits based on how much power from your breath you put into the instrument mm-hmm. so like if you want a heavier like kind of jab note you're like kind of blowing pretty hard into the tube um, that connects like right here, I believe, one of these sides. Yeah. yeah There's like a tube that comes out and you put it to your mouth, mm-hmm. and um, the keys won't go off until air flows through the instrument, which is pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. cool. Um, kind and of like, if you a long, wanna, like a little whisper, yeah, and you uh, kind of just whisper into the instrument. Your instrument will whisper mm-hmm. back. Kind of like like, that's that's kind of all wind, yeah, wind, wind instruments. Yeah, it's a wind instrument. Like if you just want to play it super soft, you're going to use like light yeah. air. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then if you're wanting to just blow it up, you're going to be like putting yeah. your whole long power into it. Exactly. Kind of correlating it with a traditional piano like how heavy you hit the keys will give you that jab mm-hmm. and that velocity yeah. but it's just translated into into your voice yeah. into your air so that's really rad. But anyways I just had to bring that up because yeah. he said I'm a multi-instrumentalist <laughs> I was like boom you <laughs> just, just, just had no idea around. he was going to bring these <laughs> yeah. and he's like dude hey, I, I just picked these up <laughs> <I'm> like <Yeah. laughs> it yeah. happens yeah. every yeah. time we link yeah. up. So.
1: Yeah. They're, they're just perfect travel size they fit together in one case and definitely yeah super light compact yeah carry-on material like like to make the the path easy Mm -hmm. (laughs) easy and fun and what's
0: um what's really cool about our friendship is that just like many can relate is like we spend years apart from each other but when we come back together it's like not there was no distance at all it's like we're right back into it Mm -hmm. right back into the swing yeah um all of us are kind of branching off into different paths like with byron going into tree climbing more so than ever now mm-hmm. um but then it's all of a sudden oh yeah i'm actually building my home studio in maui as well and we just built this one <laughs> yeah. so it's like yeah. right without even that, really knowing without that we knowing doing too much. That. and then here mm-hmm. we are back together mm-hmm. and uh we, we just spent all morning talking about how we're going to be sharing music with one another and like mm-hmm. featuring each other on our our projects and stuff like that and it just kind of came out of the blue and we're all super psyched on it Mm -hmm. so um yeah i guess uh is there something specific you want to talk about otherwise i was just going to dive into like you and your tree climbing what you
1: you have been up to recently Mm -hmm. and um yeah anything that you wanted to add i'm more for me i'm just grateful to have friends like you and um, musicians that i also look up to and can cohesively work together with, um, because I find a lot of that times mm-hmm. that there's this sort of elite elitist dynamic where you see a musician and you're like starstruck and you're you're just like oh my god I wish I could, you know, go and talk to that person about how they play this or mm. what they're thinking about when they were writing that, um, but there's almost like this distance or separation between um, the two and. I'm, you know, by no means, I, I just play for fun. I, mm-hmm. I love, I'm so passionate about music and I feel like I have um, a deep relationship with music. Mm-hmm. And each time I play or each time I just move through life, it's uh, my communication with music just becomes a little bit more clear. Mm-hmm. And she communicates with me a bit more. In tune, and, yeah, with one another. Yeah, intuitively. You know, it just feels
0: so good when it's like right. Like, yeah, you don't yeah. need to fight for it. You don't need to like go out of your way working. too much. Yeah, like yeah. you just are there and present enough for you to like be in that moment at the right time for it to just gel. And like you kind of have this weird like sensation. Uh, this is <laughs> up for me at least. Like I feel this weird sensation that kind of like tingles in my body when I'm like, man, this feels good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, that's I always have felt that. Jamming with you, I remember yeah. just one quick like story plug again. Is when you were living in Pupukea, Whoa. and uh you had like that awesome living room that kind of like downstepped into this like lower level of like a stage. Were you uh-huh. living there? Was right. that just was that- a
1: buddy's place? Yeah And that- it was there was no furniture in it. It was like yeah, it was like a vacant. It was, yeah, it was like uh there were a couple rooms off to the side, but it was a phenomenal setup because, <laughs> like you said, there was this grand room. It must have been like. Uh, it was huge. 50 foot yeah. from end to end like Massive cubed, vaulted ceiling. Like, huge vaulted ceilings. Uh, and there was a, a circle that dropped down about a foot. Mm-hmm. And we had developed this <sighs> thing with uh, with Polani and Luca. Uh. Um, uh, Polani Meter and Lucas Lures. And uh, now they're off on their own jams. And uh, Lucas is actually considering coming out to Maui and mm. getting over there nice he, he's a hunter so he you know does a lot of hunting on Molokai but um yeah we would get our rustic reminisce like jam sessions mm-hmm. on that's right. we'd go every saturday um, and it was our friend poncho, um, poncho and poncho that's patterson that's right. and fat paul was his uh his father um you know figure and we would they would invite us over to jam at the house mm-hmm. so every afternoon we'd get there about 4 p.m. on saturday And we would set up the drum kit, you know, right at the base of that circle. We'd set up the Marshall stacks where Polani and then we'd set up the big old bass amp and Luca would be on the other side. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there would be a couch that got thrown into the mix. (laughs) And it would just become this huge party that everyone came to. And we would jam from 4 p.m. till 4 in the morning. Yeah. And 12 hours straight of just playing music. Mm -hmm. We would have a jazz flutist come from the North Shore. We'd have like, all yeah. sorts of musicians just show, show up would like, show up like from the east side like <laughs> yeah and <laughs> just <of> started <laughs> just started tearing up and mm-hmm. it was just that open uh, like forum for everyone to play together mm-hmm. and just have fun mm-hmm. and then you know we'd close out and we'd go down to the beach and do a huge bonfire mm-hmm. right as the sun was rising mm-hmm. and that was like our saturday ritual we did that for a long, long time, time. Mm-hmm. months on end mm-hmm. um, until we you know fizzled out and um Mm-hmm. But that was a that was just a magical venue, um, a space was, that uh, just really uh brought a lot of people together and really inspired um like a whole world, dimensions mm-hmm. of just creativity, magic. yeah. <laughs> Cause then here we are, that. like
0: like what you mentioned, like we're all on different paths now, but we still remember that. And most of us, like guaranteed, Lucas and Polanyi are still doing music. I bet, even though it might not be like their direct path, but it's one of their tangents. And like mm-hmm. like you said, it's like 15 years later, and, and here they're we probably are. still talking about it. Yeah, like, like they're probably chilling. More, That's got you right man now like talking about us. <laughs> kinda, yeah, you're kind of just really grateful for those. Uh, initial moments which kick started it all. It's mm-hmm. like kind of those plugs. And that's definitely one of them for me, too, mm-hmm. is that place. It was such a, it was just this unusual vibe, too, where. It kind of reminded me of like an old Beatles music video too. Yeah. Like, with just this weird room mm-hmm. with, and then it just dropped in this perfect circle. I think it was all carpet too. Yeah. All carpet. And it just like yeah. dropped down. I think I, I remember it even being like a couple of steps down. It was mm. like one or two. It was like a little amphitheater or something. Yeah, it was it like was, an and, and it was just like, yeah, dude, yeah. when I walked yeah. in that room, and I was like, there needs to be a band set up right there. Yeah, and, there like, and there was. <laughs> and there was. It was just like, it just unfolded and it was like, yep. had such a good time that yeah. was epic yeah that was like one story i also remember there's countless of course mm-hmm. but just those ones like really stick out in my mind and uh um, in the beginning days mm-hmm. yeah for sure like what you mentioned about 16 years ago i was even counting that on all four of my hands <laughs> like, <laughs> just like holy crap has it been that long like yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it has yeah and like just like some of the other stories with tomas this morning we're making coffee and Beach brings over this coconut that has a hole drilled in the bottom and uh, you put a coffee filter in there, your grounds on top, you put it on your mug or whatever, um, container that you would then pour and drink the coffee out, the out of, coffee. Coffee. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he starts sprinkling salt on the top and like, we're looking at him like, okay, I don't think he realizes what he's doing. <laughs> he's like doing something <laughs> weird over there and then he's like you, you put- yeah, <laughs> he's like, you guys ever put salt on your coffee? And we're like, no, dude. No, we don't. <laughs> and he's like, you know where I learned this from? Tomas. And Tomas is another mutual friend of ours who's an epic photographer. Mm-hmm. And we all met him um, with another mutual friend of ours, Casey, at the time. Older gentleman. I mean, yeah. but, he's but he's so, so best down dude, earth, Like so the humble. most genuine hearted guy like yeah. you'll ever meet. Like you will stay there and lose track of time for yeah, hours story, on just like listening to this guy talk. Mm-hmm. And uh beach met up with him one time and uh apparently he taught him that technique and it you guys should try it it's the best coffee you'll ever have <laughs> salt on top of your grounds before you brew it brings out all the flavor
1: of that that pour over that
0: you're doing mm-hmm. kind of like a, of. what reminded me of it was like steak when you put <sighs> salt on steak it does the same thing it, it like extracts, brings out, flavors, yeah, it uh, it extracts I mean, it out. makes sense yeah. Because so for steak, like I had a friend uh told me just, you know, rub a lot of, of salt on your steak, let it sit out room temperature for half an hour. And you kind of yeah. just, I mean, you can either scrape off the excess salt or mm-hmm. leave it. And for some Depending reason, it doesn't taste like it. super salty, but it does extract all the flavors of the meat and it just tastes yeah. that much better. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. it so seems so simple. Coffee. There's there's a whole, like, a lot of, like, um mechanics or something behind it that I'm unaware of. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's what happens when you put salt on stuff. It just extracts the <laughs> shit out
1: of it. Just like, wow, this mm-hmm. actually
0: tastes a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's cool.
1: By the way, I've actually been, uh, Elena turned me on, uh, my girlfriend Elena. She shared a, a band that she found recently um, called Salt, S-A-U-L-T. Mm-hmm. And highly recommend checking them out. There's some really good grooves and vocals in there. Mm-hmm, um, it's, it's been on point mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. You know what would be amazing? Like, I, I'm kind of foreseeing
0: how this podcast episode unfolds because everything's just, like, landing in our laps. Like, maybe you should reach out to that salt band. Mm. You should reach out to Scary Pockets. Mm. And that was another band that BJ just showed us when we were here. This killer, like... again i don't know too much about them but my initial impression is this killer funk band and (laughs) it's like you were saying the main members you know guitar bass drums whatever is the core members like that's what scary pockets is but then they Mm -hmm. have a featured vocalist come in every time and they lay down vocals so it gives you a new vocal experience on every song Mm -hmm. but they primarily focus on cover music so it's like a sam smith song or mm-hmm. a whatever song, and, Rihanna uh, yeah, covered just by, off the wall by a, a young Eilish. male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's to, it's, and it's their own rendition, and you start mm-hmm. hearing the beginning of the song, and it sounds nothing like the original. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it just seems to work. Once the vocals come in, you know what song it is. Yeah. And then there's like little hooks and stuff that they do, or it's like, wow, this is that song. Mm-hmm. But they do such a killer rendition of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can just really groove with this band, and they're called Scary Pocket. Yeah. So yeah. that might be another band to reach out to yeah. and be like, hey, want to be, actually <coughs> say what a little been, something on yeah, this or yeah. whatever? What yeah. I've been doing too, which has been fun, is doing this thing called My Daily Play. Yeah, and uh, that's I, great. I posted to, I saw to, it was on yeah, there, I yeah. posted mm-hmm. to, um, instagram stories about just what i'm listening to that day because i listen to all kinds of stuff every single day Mm -hmm. and um and then i had byron reply and after that i say oh what are you listening to today because i'm interested in what other people are wanting to get into so he responds with two of those groups and uh (laughs) what i then do is just repost it and then tag the artist and Mm -hmm. like usually either play like the music sample from the widget from instagram stories or i just like tag them so they're like you know recognize that you mm-hmm. know people are listening to this featured on SongReach, and uh it's been mm-hmm. it's been super fun recently i, I mm-hmm. enjoy like throwing those together and like hearing from you and mm-hmm. i heard from a few other people so far and that's what it's about too that i've noticed with um social media hitting so hard in this day and age it is it's really about connecting with each with each other more so than ever, where like you use you tag each other more mm. so than ever, where it's like, hey, I'm featuring you, and you you kind of help each other along those mm. lines. It brings it's more just of an awareness. The, it's getting your fan base and getting people just involved. generated and rolled yeah. and involved. Just, like, and yeah, and, on, and you actually care about other people's opinions. So it's like, hey, man, I'm really liking this band right now. Check them out. And then you're taking it to horror. it's Like, yeah, I'm gonna check them out. And you never know if you are really gonna dig them. They you might discover a band old, that like old you old just thing. never heard of before. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. like you're now listening to them every single day Mm -hmm. so yeah for some reason I mean it's always been that way with social media it's the whole essence Mm -hmm. of social media Mm -hmm. but I feel like sometimes it's day and age more so than ever it's like it's so saturated it's so overwhelming sometimes where it's like if you can really hone in a little more with helping each other out like that Mm -hmm. really goes a long way Mm -hmm. absolutely definitely
1: cool yeah big ups to uh scary pockets and Kenton Chen specifically (laughs) in my opinion he's got phenomenal vocals and um just his delivery as well Mm -hmm. with the tracks that he's featured on are phenomenal i would Mm -hmm. agree man i kind of noticed that actually when i was listening through on platch i was like i like it when they
0: mix it up and make it their own so it's not identical to the original vocalist especially so if he was like hanging on that note a little longer or like cut it short and like kind of like skip through like a little part mm-hmm. like oh man that's cool i was like flaring yeah, it up it in his own, own way yeah. and, and that's yeah, one thing yeah. i definitely noticed with him i was like ah, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's like killing it right now doing his, uh, his mm-hmm. own style because yeah. then there's sam smith mm-hmm. and he's already like he's like already this. just guru and <laughs> there's uh chen and but he's like he's up there too but in his own way like that's what mm-hmm, everybody mm-hmm. knows it's what makes music so beautiful it's yeah like, mm-hmm. everybody's got their own twist on it
1: yeah and then he just pops right up and goes to the highest note highest that you can imagine setup, Mariah Carey yeah. like
0: what exactly his <laughs> <It's the> octave <laughs> range is insane wow. but um it's just because you would look at somebody like that and it's like you wouldn't imagine right. you'd be capable of doing that and it just blows everybody's mind and it, it's just amazing mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. it's amazing well That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys need to get going. I know I got to get going soon, but what about you? Yeah. I got to take off. Yeah, I got to take off. But um, yeah, this was fun connecting. And it's so much easier having other people to talk to. Like usually I'm doing this (laughs) and I'm like in the zone on myself. And I'm like... Mm. you know just trying to get some some stuff done but this is Mm. so much more fun having other people in here and like guests and Mm -hmm. having the dialogue it's uh it's really fun it's been super fun for each other's energy yeah Mm -hmm. it's always a huge plus thank
1: you thank you yeah
0: (laughs) anyway bj is here for a tree climbing competition we didn't get to that this isn't a tree climbing competition podcast (laughs) we (laughs) talked about music but anyway this guy is an awesome Tree climber. I just saw him yesterday. Awesome photographer. Completely this guy does it all. <laughs> Mowgli up this tree in like three minutes, flat, ringing these bells and uh, doing, you know, safety techniques and stuff like that. He crushed it. And uh, so he's here on Kauai doing that. Uh, him and his girlfriend live on Maui, and we're definitely going to get over there soon to hang out some more and jam. We might even do another little uh, jam sesh feature, such as this. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah that's about it he's gonna head back to, he's actually going back to root on his other fellow climbers today and then he's back to maui tomorrow mm-hmm. and um and so, in new hampshire tomorrow yeah that's and he's all going all to new hampshire mm-hmm. so crazy it, trees, blew, yeah. it blew my mind this morning he said he's going to new hampshire the same day from hawaii climate so he's in the tropics and now he's <laughs> going to be in the dead of snow in one whole day, and <laughs> it just <laughs> is crazy. I can't believe people do that. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot for checking this out. Um, I had a blast. Thank you guys for being here and doing this with me. And uh, I'm sure Jordan's gonna be, you know, on more of these in the future. This is my partner in crime for <laughs> playing in saving Cadence, um, epic guitarist, and uh, we've been playing music for as long as you know, all three of us have been over 15 years, and. Um, We've gone through many of paths and journeys mm. together. So mm. many more to come too.
1: These two guys. <laughs> watch out for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Mahalo. See you guys. See ya. next time.
0: <laughs> we'll be back on track the following Monday with the first international act on Songreach. They're called Group Project. And the following week after that, we have a huge announcement with Slender Bodies. They have reached song reach, and we had a good old time in that interview with Max and featuring some of their songs from Soto Voce, which was their breakthrough EP. And uh, it was a ton of fun. See you next week. Till next time.